Hey everybody, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Everything Kratom, the podcast about anything and everything. Kratom. Great to have you with us on this Wednesday morning, hoping all is well with you. Today, probably going to be a brief episode, but I just wanted to quickly dive into this question that I had that I'm actually surprised I haven't really, you know, looked into up until now. We've been doing this show almost two full years and one show every single weekday that whole time. And I have not yet asked the question aloud, what is the amount of time that it takes for your body to break down Kratom? Like how long does Kratom actually stay in your system? So, right? Like, I feel like I should have thought about this a long time ago, but you know, just from the little bit of research that I've done so far, I actually figured something else out in addition to this that really makes sense to me. And I don't know if the science backs it up, but uh, uh, we'll f- we'll find out <laughs> as with everything. I'm like spewing theories and no facts here, but okay. So first the facts. From what I could find, it looks like it depends on the alkaloid within Kratom because it's not like Kratom itself. It's, it's the actual active alkaloids within Kratom that you're looking to see how long they last in your body. So um, here's what I found. To the best of my knowledge, it seems like mitragynine, which of course is the you know primary active alkaloid in Kratom and the most uh, present, mitragynine seems to have a half-life of around 24 hours. So it, it that would mean like around five, six, seven days for your body to completely eliminate it from your system. This is not like a set in stone thing. Every single source that I looked at that I could find talking about this, every single one of them mentioned like there still needs to be more research into this, of course, but this seems to be somewhat of a, you know, the consensus that exists at the moment. Um, Mitragynine seems to take about five, six, seven days based on the half-life of around 24 hours. So here's another thing that's interesting to me. This is actually more interesting to me. I then looked up, what about 7-hydroxymetragynine? I'll always wonder if I'm saying these correctly. (laughs) What about 7-hydroxymetragynine? Because that one, that alkaloid isn't even present in the plant for the most part until after you pick it and you start doing stuff to it. And, but also from what I have read in the past year or so, it seems like that's the stronger of the two primary alkaloids in Kratom um, is the 7-hydroxymetragynine, and that that one packs much more of a punch. Of course, there's less of it in there, and that's probably a good thing. So that one, that alkaloid, has a half-life of like four hours or something like that. Now, what that means is that our bodies can maybe eliminate it in around 24 hours, if you go by the same math. Now, again, not being amazingly super scientific here, and these facts are all things that uh, are subject to change, as always, in the scientific field, and certainly in a field where people haven't put much time or, you know, effort or study into it yet, uh, through no fault of anyone's own. It's just kind of Kratom's now emerging, right? So if it takes, like, four hours for, you know, if it's a four hour half-life for the stronger of the two primary alkaloids, what I'm wondering is, I find it fascinating that it happens to be the case that 
Kratom for me works for about four hours. I think that that's pretty interesting because I've always said that. I think it's I think it's one of the few things I've probably been consistent about. <laughs> but I, I have, I'm pretty sure that I've always said that Kratom seems like it lasts for about four hours for me, give or take, and depending on the experience, but that's kind of the average. So it's kind of cool and it, it you know leads me to different suspicions about I wonder how much of the effect that I feel from Kratom is simply 7-hydroxymetragynine doing its work in, you know, and then after its first half-life, it's like that it like kind of fades out. And that would be fascinating to me for a lot of reasons. One of them primarily being that it's not even like the most present alkaloid, but it it, it seems to be more potent or more strong than mitragynine. So wouldn't it be interesting if like the primary experience that I experience when I take Kratom is simply or it's it's being led by this this other alkaloid that's like stronger, but there's, you know, around 2% of it, maybe give or take, maybe a little less. And it's not actually like mitragynine that's leading the way. That would have a lot of implications for me as I think about this too, because it would mean like, I'm already skeptical of extracts and anyone who listens to this show knows that, but it's like people can make extracts out of either one of those things. And so I wonder what the difference is if you were to make an extract heavier on the 7-hydroxymetragynine side, like if that would simply make it last longer in addition to being more powerful. And by the way, I think that would be very dangerous and I don't recommend anyone do that. I think that'd be a terrible idea. But I'm just wondering like if if a lot of this is dictated by half-life, which again, I don't know, but it's it, correlation is not causation, but it's certainly something. <laughs> As I said the other day, I got to coin that phrase. Correlation is not causation, but it's, it's something. <laughs> Anyway, it's it's interesting to me that that kind of aligns in terms of the four-hour thing. So I want to look into this more. And anyone out there who knows more than I do, which is probably most of you, please school me. <laughs> uh, thanks so much for listening, you guys. We'll be back tomorrow. Take it easy. Talk to you then. Bye-bye.